In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the first week of Advent. Today being the eighth day of December 2023. Today we will celebrate the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let us invite the Holy Spirit to come, help us understand this great mystery we celebrate today. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is The Triumph of Grace. The Triumph of Grace. The first reading today is taken from the book of Genesis chapter 3, from verse 9 to verse 15 and verse 20. The second reading is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians chapter 1, from, from verse 3 to verse 6 and verse 11 to verse 12. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, Luke chapter Chapter 1, from verse 26 to verse 38. Friends, what is today's solemnity about? What does it mean when we talk about the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary? Immaculate Conception refers to the conception of the Holy Mary by her mother, St. Anne. This belief was held by the Christian people for a long period. But this doctrine was proclaimed as a former religious dogma by Pope Pius IX on December 8, 1854, by a papal bull, namely Ineffabilis Deus. This feast means that the Blessed Virgin Mary was kept free from original sin from her moment of conception. This feast also means that from the moment of conception, Blessed Virgin Mary received the sanctifying grace that would normally come to others with baptism after birth. Blessed Mother Mary is free from all sins, whether original or personal. Pope Sixtus IV authorized all dioceses on February 28, 1476 to celebrate this feast but without using the word immaculate. The Blessed Virgin Mary appeared at Lourdes, France, from February 11, 1858 to July 16, 1858 to St. Bernadette Maria Sobrius. St. Bernadette confirmed later that the Holy Mary told her, I am the Immaculate Conception. When Bernadette, Bernadette asked the name of the mother, the apparition was approved by the Holy See on January 18, 16, 1862, and Bernadette was canonized as a saint on December 6, 1833 by Pope Pius XI. Therefore, since the mother Mary herself has proclaimed her 
as the Immaculate Conception. This religious dogma is true and must be believed and celebrated with all piety. United States of America, Ireland, Philippines, and Spain are certain nations considered as certain nations that consider themselves under the patronage of the Immaculate Conception. This is the feast we celebrate today. This is what the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception is about. And like I say, the title of my homily today is The Triumph of Grace. Today we celebrate the triumph of grace. What is grace? Beyond the divination of grace given in simple catechism, I want to give this layman divination of and contextual understanding of the term grace. Grace, in the context of today's homily, is to be understood as the unction, the capability, the capacity to carry out the responsibilities, the duties and obligations that are due to one state in life or an office occupied by one. Grace is that enablement that makes you capable of carrying out that which God has destined you to carry out. And so grace, if you like, qualifies you for what you are not qualified for. Enables you to do that which ordinarily you are not able to do. And so, in Mary, like we have seen in the understanding of Immaculate Conception, as given at the introduction of this homily, in Mary, grace triumphed in her life, even right from the moment of her conception. A reality that is only the case in the life of the rest of humanity at baptism. Because at baptism we are imparted with the grace to become the children of God. And what makes us the children of God is the remover of the stain of original sin. The forgiveness of actual sins. And becoming members of the body of Christ. And through Jesus Christ being made the children of God. Mary was preserved through the gift of God's grace. And this is unmerited. And so, like St. Paul puts it in the second reading, we all, like Mary, before the foundation of the world, were chosen by God to be sons and daughters of God. But none of us, not all of us, enjoyed this rare privilege. For as we see in the gospel reading today, Mary was addressed by the archangel Gabriel as full of grace. Now note that even though the archangel Gabriel told Mary not to be afraid that she has found favor with the Lord God. This statement was only made after she, he described Mary as one full of grace. And so grace makes Mary capable of becoming a true child of God from the moment of her conception. A true child of God from the moment of her conception because by the fact of this grace, by the choice of God Almighty, as St. Paul puts it in the second reading today, he, she was kept free from the contamination and defilement of original sin. Right from the moment of her conception. Now, having been made 
a child of God through grace. Since she too, like all of us, were chosen by God from before the very foundation of the world to be sons and daughters of God. She now finds favor with God. It is that favor she found with God that gives her that which she doesn't deserve. For favor is the unction that enables you to enjoy what you do not deserve or merit to enjoy. And so she cannot conceive and bear a son even without knowing a man. Dear friends in Christ, unlike Eve and Adam in the first reading, who brought us damnation, death, and the wrath of God, as a result of they not complying and cooperating with the free gift of God's grace in their lives, may in Mary we experience the triumph of grace over human nature and human inclinations. Because Mary, like all of us, also have the tendency to sin. But she, cooperating with the grace of God, having been preserved from the stain of sin, lived all her life. Cooperating with the grace of God and so having the victory or having grace triumph in her life, such that her life is without sin. Beloved children of God, unfortunately in our generation, many of us will seek the favor of the Lord. Forgetting that grace precedes favor from God. In fact, the presence of God's grace in the life of a man who truly cooperates with the grace of God announces the favor of the Lord upon the man. For it is on account of Mary being full of grace that she finds favor with the Lord God. Many of us today are seeking from God the favor of wealth, the favor of job, the favor of favor on um, visas, the favor of good life partner, the favor of um, promotions, the favor of business um, expansion, in the favor of children, having children, in the favor of having good grace, and a lot more. But we are not ready to live the life of grace. Dear child of God, if you desire to enjoy the fullness of God's favor, cooperate with the presence of God's grace upon your life and you see things turn around and what is the job of the grace of God in our lives giving us the enablement to live above our sinful inclinations and tendencies so that we remain truly the children of God and in remaining the children of God we find the fullness of God's favor and enjoy the fullness of God's favor as I congratulate you on this day that to celebrate the solemnity of the immaculate conception of the blessed Virgin Mary I pray for you that you will always be a man and a woman, a person in whom the grace of God will triumph, so that being truly a child of God, you will live your life enjoying the fullness of God's favor through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.